Good morning. Today's daf is daf Pei Tes. I'm going to go from the fifth line of Pei Ches Amud Beis 88b. And today's shir is Lilunishmas Ben Sion Ben Zeev Avram Alevi Yehuda Lei Ben Ephraim and Avram Ben Yaakov. May their memory be a blessing and may their neshamas have an aliyah. It's also for a full shleima of who, uh, Mervin? Alone is for a full shleima of Alone Eliezer Ben. May you have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so yesterday, we, the Gomorrah is jumping into analyzing a price we brought yesterday. So just to mention that price, is it discussed if you have five people who brought a Korban Pesach, and then the hard, again, the owner gets the heart of his Korban Pesach, and the owners got mixed up with their hearts, and they found a Yaveles, which is a mum, it makes the sacrifice invalid on one of the hearts. So they theoretically had four people who offered a Kovan Pesach and one of them offered a Baumum which doesn't count. And, the, and obviously Abaya said this is all where the hearts got mixed up after the Zrika as we explained because then the offerings were done, at least those four offerings were done 100% okay and the owners would have been able to eat them except later on that afternoon they got mixed up with their hearts. Um, and this problem arose. So he says they also exempt from Pesach Sheni. I, they don't have to do Pesach Shani. So what the Gemara is going to ask is, but, okay, this that they exempt from Pesach Shani is very fair and acceptable for um, for the four, because they offered a good Korban. But the one whose Korban was a Balmum didn't offer a good Korban. So we need to try, what the Gemara wants to do is try to come up with a solution that he can also offer a Korban Pesach, offer something, um, yeah, find a way for him to offer a Korban Pesach so that he can also fulfill the mitzvah. So, These five people are exempt from their Pesach Shani. But what about this one who is not Yoytzeh? He needs to do something. Again, the problem is we don't know which one it is. So we've got four people who have done their Pesach and been fulfilled their obligation. Again, they didn't get to eat it. But they still fulfill the obligation of bringing a korban pesach. They don't get a pesach sheni. And we got this one person who needs to. So the Gemara answers, Mishum de la Efshar, Hechi Levit. says, It's impossible. There's nothing you can do. And now the Gemara says, Really? You're telling me it's impossible? There's nothing you can do? And we're going to go through a whole list of suggestions of how we can get him to offer a korban pesach. So the first one is, Lacey, Kol Chad Pachad Pesach. Let each one bring another Korban Pesach. What's wrong with them each bringing another Pesach at Pesach Shaini? So he says, no. You're bringing non-sacred items to the temple courtyard and four of them, because four of them have already offered a Korban Pesach. If you bring an animal saying, this is my Korban Pesach, and you go shecht it in the Beis Amigdash, it's not Kodosh, because you've already sanctified an animal and done the offering of a Pesach. So only so four of them would be, and it's also to shecht non-sacred animals. It might even be also to bring them, but it's definitely also to shecht non-sacred animals in the temple. So the Morris gives another suggestion. He says, Pesach. He says, okay, well then why don't they all bring one Pesach? Because then the, there are five of them, and they bring one Pesach, and then the fifth guy who definitely has to bring a common Pesach will be getting eating it. It says, no, it turns out that the Pesach will be eaten by those who are not appointed, counted, or registered to it. Then why? Because the four people who have already, when you try to register someone who's already registered or whoever's offered their common Pesach, they don't register to the second Pesach. 
So when they come and eat from the Pesach, they're eating from a Koran Pesach that they weren't registered to, which is an Isu. So Naisi... So... So hi my. So why don't we say Naisi kol chan minayu Pesach v'nisni v'nei me'ididi balmum Hi, hi da Isi hashtani have a Pesach v'ididi tam hi sorry tam hi da Isi hi da Isi hashtani have a shlomim says oh well then I've got another solution. Why don't they each bring their own Pesach and they can say as follows. If the one that was that we offered earlier was if it was mine that was a Balmum, then this is my Korban Pesach. And if the one that I offered already was a valid Korban Pesach, it was a Tam, well then this this one will be a Shlomim. I wanted to make a condition on this Pesach that it's either a Korban Pesach or a Shlomim. So the Gemara answers La Efshar, Mishum the Ika Khazevashok. The Kohanim who the Ochlilite, he says no because there's the Chazav a shock which the Kohanim have to eat. Aye. If it's a Shlomim, again the Korban Pesach gets eaten only by the people registered to it. But if it's a Shlomim, then the chest and the forearm must go to, or the thigh, shock the thigh must be eaten by the Kohanim. But one of them cannot be eaten by a Kohen. Because one of them is actually a Korban Pesach. So you're offering five Shlomim that the Kohen is not going to be able to eat his Chozev shock, And no one's going to be able to eat that Chozev shock Because maybe it belongs to the Kohen. Maybe it belongs, maybe it's the Pesach and it belongs to the one who's registered to that Korban Pesach. Um, so, but again, you can't feed it, this Pesach to the Kohen, the Chozev shock. So he says, Ah, oh, Venaisi call Chad Vachad coin Bahade. He says, Why don't they each bring a coin with them? I offer, bring a Kohen in tangent, say, Me and this Korban will, me and this Kohen will bring this as our Korban Pesach, and if we've done, and if I've done a Korban Pesach, it's fine. He says, Hi, Kohen. This Kohen, Heichidami, what's his what's his story? If says, wait, even this Kohen won't work. If we're discussing a Kohen who's already offered his Korban Pesach, well it comes along that he's eating from this Korban Pesach, having already done a Korban Pesach. And remember you can't register to the Korban Pesach, so we back where he started, he's eating a Korban Pesach that he is not registered to. So you can't do it with a Kohen who's already Done a common Pesach. So he says, We eat a lot of it Pesach. So maybe do it with a Kohen who has not done a Pesach. He says, Dilma Shlomi, move a lot of it Pesach. Well, then this poor Kohen might not end up doing a common Pesach because what's he going to do? He's going to join four of the five Kohanim who joined with each of these people are actually going to end up eating Shlomim because only one of them was not a Pesach because it was a Balmum. So he's going to end up eating a Shlomim and he's not going to get to do a common Pesach. So that's also not right. Says Venaisi Kol Chamisha Chad Koyin Delo Ovid Pesach Benim Yolaya Hani Chamisha Psochim Demi Manav Shach Ikel Chad Delo Ovid Pesach for Konof Gibei. Says Oh well, I've got a way to get around that. Let all these five people bring one coin who has not done his Pesach, and basically they'll say whichever one is the Korban Pesach he's registered to. 
So now he'll get the chest and the thigh of every single korban, of all five korbanas, and it will turn out that, okay, of four of them is eating shlomim, and one of them is eating a korban pesach. That sounds like a perfect solution. And then the, the fifth guy from the first group who didn't do his pesach, because his was a balmum, turns out that he's now done a pesach. So the Gemara says, no, Elam Yishum to Kob Mamait Ba'achila Shlomim. De'ilu Pesach le'yom v'layla ve'ilu Shlomim le'shnei yomim v'layla echad. He says, that's also not a valid solution. He says, this is actually jumping back a few steps. But he says, actually, you can't make this condition. You can't make this condition that let this animal, if the first one I offered was a good Korban Pesach, then this is a Shlomim. And if it was a Balmum, then this is a Korban Pesach. You actually can't make that condition. Because a Shlomim can be eaten for... The afternoon that it's offered on, the following night, and the next day, two days and a night. A korban pesach can only be eaten that night. Um, oh, and then, so the problem is, you bringing the sacrifice, the shlomim, with in mind that um, with in mind that you're bringing the shlomim with um, having in mind that uh, sorry I lost my train oh, you're bringing the shlomim with in mind that you're going to cause some of it to become noisar it's going to be used well, yeah, okay, some of the, shlo- the shlomim is, you're minimizing the time of the shlomim. And also the korban pesach, you're supposed to, whatever's left over, you're supposed to burn the next morning. You're not able to in case it's a shlomim, so you'd only be able to burn it a few days or two days later. So you can't do that. So he says, oh, well, fine. So you can't bring a regular pesach because that's, you can't bring regular shlomims because then you're limiting the time that you would bring a shlomim. He says, v'naisi moisara pesach, v'naimi edd bal mum Hi, the IC has to have a Pesach. EDD Tamhai, ni have a high, the IC has to shlomim. Says, oh, well, why doesn't he bring a Moisar Pesach, a leftover Korban Pesach? I watch that. Generally, what we mean by leftover Korban Pesach is a Korban, the owner set aside, let's say, two Psochim, or he set aside a Korban Pesach, and then he lost it, so he set aside another one, and then he found one of his Psochim, one of his Korbanos, the one he lost. So there you have a leftover Pesach. So find five of these, of, find five of these, and use these for this korban you're discussing. And again, Moisar Pesach is offered as a shlomim, but it has the same restrictions as a korban Pesach. So it can only be eaten for a night, etc. Um, so, so once we've said, bring, why don't they get five Moisar Pesach? And then they can say, if mine was the Balmum, then the one I'm bringing now is my korban Pesach. If mine was, again, these five people, if mine was a tam, well, then the one that I'm bringing now is the Shlomim, the Moisar Pesach Nechol Leyom Echod, because the Moisar Pesach is eaten for only one day and a night. So the Gemara answers, You can't set aside animal as a leftover. I, if a Korban Pesach got leftover, then you can bring it as a Shlomim. But you can't go along and set aside. Um, Um, and ask people sorry one second um, you can't set aside an animal 
as a Moisar Pesach. How do you designate an animal with the sanctity of a leftover korban? That doesn't make sense. So it can't be. It says, no. So, no, what? we weren't saying that they designate an animal as... Again, remember when you're designating your korban. So here they're very specific. They're saying this is either a korban Pesach or a shlomim. We said you can't do that because the shlomim's eaten for longer than the korban Pesach. So you run into trouble around how long you can eat this korban for and when you would burn the noisar, etc. So we said, okay, bring moisar Pesach, which is, can be a shlomim or a Pesach. And therefore, and it's limited to that time. We said, well, how do you designate a Moisar Pesach? Again, the definition of a Moisar Pesach is a leftover Pesach. So granted, you can dedicate an animal as a Koban Pesach. You can dedicate an animal as a, as a Shlomim. How do you dedicate an animal as a leftover Pesach? It can't be. It says, no, what we meant was Venichochinum Venaisi Moisar Pesach. Put him into the, he must go to the effort and he must find Moisar Pesach. Remember, again, with the, between the whole of Bnei Israel who brought their Korban Pesach to, um, to uh, Yerushalayim to offer on Pesach Rishon, I'm sure you can find, use, uh, use social media, use some good marketing, I'm sure you can find five people who have a Moisar Pesach and use those. Says no, Elamishum says no. That so you so theoretically that could work from this aspect. They bring five Moisar Pesach, they join one Kohen, and they tell that Kohen who has not done a Korban Pesach, and they tell him if and and they make each make a condition on the Korban Pesach with the Kohen that if man was the Balmum, then this is man in the Kohen's Pesach. If man was the tam, well then this is my shlomim. And the coin will eat the chot of a shock, the, the chest and the shtai of all of them. Ela mishum smicha. It must be because of the problem is smicha. Ilu pesach loy boy smicha. By common pesach you don't do smicha. Ilu moisar boy smicha. The moisar does need smicha. I what we say very interestingly. One of the requirements when you bring a shlomim is that the owner presses on, he leans, he does smicha on the animal. Now you don't do smicha on a korban pesach. And therefore, you would actually not be allowed it because you can't lean on a korban. So if it's your korban pesach, you're not allowed to lean on it. If it's a shlomim, then you must lean on it. Interestingly enough, I mean it's not essential. If you didn't lean on the korban, it would still be valid. But I guess you can't bring a korban in a way that you're definitely going to bring it in in the incorrect way. You're supposed to do smecha. So he says, so the Gemara says, Oh, this would all be very, this is true by if it's a man's korban. But what, why don't you bring the Moisar korban from a woman? Right, because if it's from a woman, women don't do smecha. So this Moisar Pesach would not require smecha. So Elam Yishumatonos. Because of the applications of the blood, the way you sprinkle the blood of a korban pesach and the way you sprinkle the blood of a korban shlomim are different. The korban pesach is one application. And a shlomim is two which are four. Two which are four means you do it on the corner, so it gets the both sides that are by that corner, and then you do it on the opposite corner, so you get, I'm just trying to remember which one, I think it was the... Southeast and the northwest. 
I'm not sure, I don't remember which two corners, but you do it on the two corners, you do one application on, on the corner, so it turns out to get all four sides. Um, so two applications, which are four. It says, my nafkamina. But that, what difference does it make if you do the wrong application? It says, Vohotran, we learned in the Mishnah, Kola nisni nal mizbeach achitzon, shenostom b'matnas achas, kaper. Any time you do one, any korban from the altar that's offered on the altar mizbeach, if you do one application, it atones. It counts. It says, It says, No, the problem is that the Pesach, you pour the blood, whereas the Shlomim, you throw the blood. You, so he says, No, my nafkamina. Again, what difference does it make? Anything that was supposed to be thrown and you accidentally sprinkle it, you yotza. So again, we try to realize. Why can't this guy, why can't they bring this shlomim, this moisar pesach belonging to women? So it doesn't need smicha, you run out all of, you don't have any of the trouble. Or you're going to end up doing the wrong application of blood. Because if it's a pesach, you do it once. If it's a shlomim, you do it twice. Two which are four. So that's not a problem. Oh, but the pesach, you pour the blood and the shlomim, you do zrika. If you pour the blood, you fulfill the obligation of the pesach as well. So why? So again, we've now... Um, We've now resolved, we've, we've challenged the Brysa. The Brysa that we started today, Shirin with came along. When you have these five people who's, remember they, the hearts of their Korban got mixed up and one of them turns out was a Balmum, we said they're exempt from Pesach Shaini. Said, wait, you have to find a solution for this fifth guy. Again, we don't know which is the fifth guy, but the poor fifth guy hasn't done a Korban Pesach because his was a Balmum. The other four, granted they haven't eaten, but they did do a Korban Pesach because they offered a good Korban that they could have eaten, they just got mixed up later. But this fifth guy, he hasn't done a Korban Pesach, so we have to find a solution that he can do Pesach Shani. And now we found the solution. Bring Moisar Pesach of a woman, so it doesn't need Smicha, and make a condition of it, that if it's a Korban, and, and they all have one Kohen with him, and they say, if I was the one with the Balmum, then this is my Korban Pesach. If I was the one with the Um, sorry, one second. Um, sorry about that. So where were we? Um, the the Korban Pesach is. Um, Oh, so we're saying so. So we've got the solution of what we've now found a good solution. They'll bring one kohen. They'll find five korban pesachs that are leftover pesachs from women, so that no smicha is needed, and they will each offer it on condition that if this is, if I was the one who had a balmum, then this is my korban pesach, and if I was the one who had a tam, then this is a shlomim. It's only eaten for one day and the night, like the Korban Pesach, because it's a Moisar Pesach. And, um, and what was the other point? If the... the uh, um, and we're not concerned, I'm, I'm missing a point, but we're not concerned if you get the blood application wrong, because you yoitza either way. 
So the Gemara answers, he says, no, so again, why did the Brysa say that all five of them don't bring Pesach Shaini? So the Gemara answers, Aim of the Kamrina and the Avat, Lechatchil and Nami. When do we say that you're allowed to go ahead, that the Korban is valid if you did the wrong type of application, is where it's Bidiyevet. I had happened if you did the wrong application. But how can you bring a Korban on purpose, I knowing that you're going to do the wrong application. So the Gomorrah brings the next... Um, okay, so that's that sugya, and now we can go on to the next Mishnah. If someone says to his children, I'm going to bring off of the Koran Pesach on behalf of the one who gets to Yerushalayim first. I wants to get his children moving faster. The trip's taking a bit long. So he says, whoever gets to Yerushalayim first can join in my Koran Pesach. As soon as the one who gets there first gets his head and the majority of his body in Yerushalayim, he's the one who merits his share and he can transmit the rights to his other brothers. Okay, we'll discuss... Um, how this can be. Um, because again, you're running, remember, who gets to choose who's part of the Pesach, the one bringing it. So if the father says only the one who gets to Yerushalayim first, then, uh, then the other brothers shouldn't be able to participate in the Pesach. And just because he's registered to this Korban Pesach, how can he include his other brothers who took a bit longer to get to Yerushalayim? So that's one issue. Another very interesting thing regarding Chinuch comes up here is, as we'll see, it seems, or it could even be, where the father goes to Yerushalayim and he shechts his Korban Pesach. Now he's shechting his Korban Pesach. He doesn't know which son is going to get there first. Um, so if you say he's anyway really shechting it on all of them, then it's fine. But otherwise you're going to end up with these young children who are eating the Korban Pesach without having been registered. And Tosso says, actually, Tosso says that's not such a problem because they're manas. So the mitzvah for them to eat the Koban Pesach is to train them in the midst of eating the Koban Pesach. And there's no problem of feeding them Koban Pesach that they're not registered to. Now, while that is such a novel um, approach, and again, it takes, we need to discuss it a lot more, we just don't have time. Um, why that is so... Uh, um, novel is that generally you're not allowed to feed a child something that is also. You're not allowed to give a child something that he can't eat. You're not allowed to... Granted, if a child's eating non-kosher, there might not be a reason for a stranger, maybe his father, but there's no reason to stop him because he's not obligated in mitzvahs. But you're not allowed to go and give a child non-kosher. And this is a Pesach he's not registered on. Okay, that's a side point. That's a very fascinating discussion that comes up on the stuff to keep in the back of your mind. It says, now, Shmamina, we learn from Yeish Breira that there is Breira. I, because the father says, I'm going to share my korban and retroactively will clarify which son is the one who had shechted on behalf of. Omer B'yochran, K'day L'zorosim B'mitzvah's Komer. No, B'yochran says he really only did this to motivate them in doing the mitzvah. Take, um, I, he's not trying to single out one son over the others. He's just being, uh, just being competitive with them, but not to teach them to be more enthusiastic with the mitzvah. And you can actually deduce it from the wording of the Mishnah, because it says he can then join his brothers with him. It makes sense if the father registered them from the outside. 
And if you say that the father didn't register them from the outset, I, he literally meant only the first child that gets here can have it. It says, um, He can't reg- join them in after the carbon has been registered. We learn in the, in a, in the, Mish- in the Mishnah. You can join in a carbon Pesach and you can withdraw from a carbon Pesach but only until it's shechted. Once it's shechted, then you can't change. So, it must be that when the father said whoever gets there first, he didn't really mean only the one who gets there first. What the father really meant was all, um, all of you, he just wants to motivate and maybe he'll give him the first choice of what part of the korban or something like that, but he really just wanted to um, get his children going and speed up. Tanya Nami we have a price which teaches the same thing. There was actually a case where the daughters got there faster than the sons. The nymphs of Bono's resource of Bonim Shvalim. And they said that the daughters are Zodris, they're enthusiastic, they fast, and the sons are Shvalim, are lazy. Okay, next Mishnah. Noilam Nimnim Olaf Adshi Yahboy Kazayas Lakol Echod Ve Echod. A person can always register a Koban Pesach as long as more and more people can register on a Koban Pesach as long as there's a Kazayas for each of them to eat. Aye, so whatever, you can get as many people as you can to join in a Koban as need and they can join again as long as there's a Kazayas. If there's not a Kazayas and someone registers on it, well then that last person registered on a Koban Pesach that he can't eat, which is not a valid registration. This is the line we just saw in the previous piece. They can join into a Korban Pesach, register to a Korban Pesach, and they can withdraw from a Korban Pesach until the Shkit is done. Once the Shkit is done, the, I guess the registration is finalized. Rabbi Shimon says, not until the blood is sprinkled. Now we'll come back to Rabbi Shimon in the Gemara. It says, My Kamash Milan. Obviously, you can. What's the first line of the Mishnah coming to teach us? That it says, as long as there's a Kazais to eat, you can register. That's so obvious that if there's not going to be enough Pesach for you to eat, that you can't register to that Pesach. No, Hokamash Milan. He says, no, what it's actually teaching is that even if you have a full group that joined the Koban Pesach and then they all withdrew from that Koban Pesach, a second group can come and um, join it. So that doesn't matter that at some point there was a gap in people registered to a Koban Pesach. The novelty of that is we're going to see later on in the, in, the, in the Mishnah later on that there's an opinion that argues on this. There's an opinion that says if you have the Koban Pesach that had people registered to it. And everyone who was registered would leave, leaves it, even if, another, even if more people register, the Pesach became invalid. So this is, according to this Mishnah, it would be valid. Now, they can, we said that they can join and withdraw until Shechita, and Rabbi Shimon said until Zrika. Abayah says, this Machloikes is all regarding withdrawing. I will see, he'll say it explicitly, but regarding joining a Korban Pesach, you definitely have to register to the Korban Pesach before. You definitely have to register to the Korban Pesach um, before the Shechita. Now, oh, so why would it make a difference whether regarding withdrawing from the Pesach, we're saying that you can withdraw from being registered to a Korban Pesach 
even after the shechita, as long as the zrika has not been done. So um, the Durabonans of Rimeyois Miseh, he reads the posuk that says, if there, if there are too many people to the one lamb, but they're reading, that's how we generally read it, but he's saying, Miyois Miseh, if he wants to withdraw from being part of that lamb, he makes the drosha while the seh is alive. So you can only withdraw as long as the shechita has not been done. The Rabbi Shimon Savar, Rabbi Shimon makes the drosha slightly different. It's not Michayusa, but rather Mehevyusa de Seh. From what's occurring, what's happening with the Seh. From the Avoida of the Seh. When is the Avoida complete? At the Zrika. So you can withdraw from the Seh as long as the Avoida is being done. That's Rabbi Shimon. It says, But regarding registering to the Koban Pesach, you have to do it before Shechita. The Amar Krob and Mixas Nefoshes Vahara Tochosu says the number of souls, and then it discusses Shechita. It says, and Tanya Namihach, we have a price which teaches the same thing. You can join in on a. You can join and withdraw to a Korban Pesach until Shechita. Rabbi Shimon Oimer Nimnim Adshe Yishchoit Umoishchin Adshe Yisrok Adam. Rabbi Shimon says no. You can register. You have to register on a Korban Pesach. Before Shechita, but you can always withdraw as long as Rika hasn't been done. Okay, that's that drosha, and now we move on to the next Mishnah at the top of Amud Bayes. Okay, so the Mishnah says, um, just before we start the Mishnah, remember what's basically going to happen is you have this Korban Pesach, and each person's going to either chip in or theoretically in the back of the mind, they're splitting it equally. So let's say us five decide we'll bring a Korban Pesach together. We each are kind of expecting a Fifth of the Korban Pesach. So the Mishnah says, If someone joins other people to his share, I, I come along and say, you know what, I'm happy to, I, I'm, I want to just invite uh, my wife and my kid and a few friends. It says, The They can give him his share and they eat each from their share and he has to split his share from the with the other people he joined in. Either can insist that he takes his share and eats it with his own guests separate from him. Again, because we each kind of had a, a share in a fifth of this lamb, and I came along and invited a whole lot of other people. Well, they must get their share from my fifth of a lamb. You guys don't have to suffer because of my decision. They asked a question. What happens if you had one of the people who literally yod of yofos means he has nice hands? <laughs> but Rashi says that's a euphemism. It's someone who eats very quickly. So if we sit down to eat, if five people sit down to eat, and one of the people eat very quickly, he's going to end up getting a lot more of the Koba Pesach than the other ones. He's greedy, and he eats fast, and he gets more. So he says, And they tell him, you know what, take your share and eat separately. Otherwise you're going to end up eating the whole Koba Pesach, and we're only going to get a tiny piece, or each only going to get a Kazais or something. Maybe he can say to them, look, you accepted me as part of the group. And everyone, and as part of the group, I have full rights to eat how I usually eat. And granted, I am, I'm a fast eater and I'm greedy and I'm going to eat a bit more. You accepted me to part of the group. Or Dilma, or perhaps, says, no, they can say, maybe they can say to him, why did we accept you to 
fix the Korban Pesach, I, to make sure that none of it becomes noisar. But we didn't accept you to join us with intent that you can eat far more than your fair share. So again, so what's the right when, when they accept this person to join and it turns out that he eats, he's greedy and he's going to eat so much. Did they accept him to join and that's how he eats so it's, he can eat as much as he wants and they'll just have to try and eat a bit faster? Or can they, can they say to him, no, you were, we accepted you as one of the number who are registered on this, but to eat your fair share, but not to eat much more than everyone else. So now we, we're going to bring a few proofs. The first one is Toshma. We saw in our Mishnah, if someone joins in other people to eat from his share, the rest of the group can give him his share and tell him they each get their share and they tell him he must split his share with the new people they registered. My time, now this guy who's joined in five more people, so again, you had five people who split a Korban Pesach and one of the five went and invited another five, well, now he's like someone who eats very quickly. He eats at the pace of six people. So he's like someone greedy and what did we say? They can insist on separating him. Now, if he could say to them, look, you accepted me, well, this person is like someone who eats very fast and he can say, well, you accepted me and I come along with my five friends. So you accepted me to my problem. So, so he's saying it, it's the same. It's basically the same thing. Whether he says, look, you accepted me and therefore I come along with five friends. So we each get more to eat. Or if he says, look, you accepted me and I eat very fast as if I was five people. Well, you accepted me. It must be we don't say that because in the Mishnah we said you can tell them to get you can tell him to take his fair share and eat separately. So so to this greedy person, tell him to take his fair share and eat separately. So Omarlo Dios Deos shiny, different minds, different people are different. Because even if both of them will eat the same as as one person of the group, are they each going to take a half chair? They can say, we don't want this guy with us, a stranger. Imam Rashi says here that we don't want... Um, what did he say? Oh, Yor Rashi says the concern is he's going to make it take much longer. Maybe this is the guy who asks, everyone's trying to get... To, to eat their korban pesach and get through the, get through the meal and, and this is the guys asking lots of questions making the waiters have to work harder and it's just taking much longer so they can say we didn't plan another chat that I, that I think makes also a lot of sense is you know it's like this is our special pesach meal and you've come along and invited this guy that we don't like or is argumentative or we don't know him and we're uncomfortable to have him at our seder um like so, so therefore, where it's different people, there's more reason to say if someone invites people to the group that the other members didn't um, authorize, it makes sense to say, here's your share, go eat it somewhere else, because we, we don't want to eat with those people, we don't like them. It says, so fun. So there's no proof from there. Toshma, come in here. Try and bring another proof. It We saw this Mishnah a while ago. That if you have the Shamus who forgets and he eats a Kazai. Remember, you're not allowed to eat the Koban Pesach in two places. So this Shamus, this, this waiter, while he's roasting the Pesach, he takes a bite and he eats a Kazai. 
right by the oven. If he's clever, he will eat as much as he needs because he's not allowed to go eat from the common Pesach when they move it to where they're going to sit and eat. It says, If the group want to be nice with him, then they'll go sit next to him and eat. That's Rebuda's opinion. Now the Gemara points out, If they want to, they can go and sit by the waiter in the kitchen where he started eating his common Pesach and then he'll be able to join in the Seder. Or if they want, they can eat at the dining room table where they originally planned on eating. The waiter should be able to say to them, but didn't you accept me? You accepted me as part of the group and now I'm stuck here by the stove, in, by the oven in the kitchen roasting this lamb. You also have to come and sit here and eat. So when says, no, shiny awesome, the Omri lay. Again, that's, and just as they have to, they accept the waiter and therefore he comes with this uh, problem that they now have to go sit and eat in the kitchen by where he accidentally ate. So, so too with this greedy guy. They have to just accept him as he is and let him eat as much as he wants. So shiny awesome, the Omri lay, ki kablin the the nitrach, kamon le mitrach, lon le didach, loy kablin. He says, no, you're the waiter. When we allowed you to register on the Korban Pesach with us, it was in mind that you'll be serving us and helping us and assisting us. Not that we come and help and go on a whole lot of mission on your behalf. That's okay. You're the waiter. We let you register so that you can come and eat your Korban Pesach and wait on us, but not that we have to work for you. So, so that's also not a good proof. So Toshma, third proof. If you have this, this proof is very explicit. If you have people of a group and one of them is very greedy and eats fast, they can tell him, you know what, take your share and eat. Not only that, if you have people the rest of the year, so now we're not just so granted by the Koban Pesach, you can tell someone, you know what, you're eating too fast, take your fair share and eat by yourself. We also want to get our fair share in the Koban Pesach, even though we eat slower than you. So you can do that. Says Velo, not only that, even the rest of the year, if you have five people who joint, who have a joint meal, they each chip in to eat together. You can say, you're allowed to say, take your fair share and go. We now have an answer to our question. Again, our question was, if someone eats far more, they're greedy, they eat fast and they eat far more than their fair share, you're allowed to tell them, look, we want to give you your fair share and you eat by yourself. It says, now my odd. why does it say odd? We said, they can do it by the Koban Pesach, and not only that, but even, I a greater novelty that they can even do it the rest of the year. Five people join in a meal, they can tell someone who's eating too much, more than their fair share, that he must take his share and eat it, not, and not eat from everyone else's share. It says, Lomi Boy Kamer. It's actually a Lomi Boy Kamer. Lomi Boy is a style. It says, Lomi Boy Pesach, the Motsi Omri Kikabal. Not only by the Koban Pesach where they have the excuse that we only accepted you to join in and eat your fair share. We never accepted you to eat far more than your fair share. But even a gathering, Nami, you can also say, What's the main reason people get together and eat together? It's not to share food and split the costs of the meal. The main reason people get together and eat together, why? For company, for friendship, for companionship. So there, the primary aspect of the meal, again, by the Koban Pesach, the primary aspect is to eat, that they join in, is to eat their fair share from the Koban Pesach, to, for the mitzvah. But by a siboiles, by a gathering, a joint meal, their main thing is for the friendship. 
So Rishon, even in that case, Rishon If someone's taking more than his fair share, he eats much faster than everyone else. You can tell him take your fair share and go. Omri, Some say that wasn't the question. Obviously, as we saw from the third brysa, that it's pretty explicit that if one of the group are eating more than their fair share, you can tell them to take exactly their share and go eat somewhere else. So, but some say, that, so that's obvious. Ella, what was the question? How do you do boil on? The following was the question. If you have part of a group, are they allowed to split or are they not allowed to split? I Can they each, you have a group who registered on a Cobb and Pesach, it seems the question is, are they allowed to each take their share and eat separately? I almost have nothing together as a group. Or do they have to eat from the communal spit, each cut off a piece and eat it and then cut off, you know, like, so each eating together off the same shared, uh, I don't know what, serving bowl. Or can they each take their share and go? The Bryce said that if you have part of a group and one of the people are greedy and they eat too much, you can tell him to go eat separately. But when is that specifically with a greedy person? With regular people, you can't do that. You have to eat from the same joint serving bowl. Shmamina, and that's conclusive. Um, yeah, we're going to see a similar now uh, a case regarding the above. Says Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Brader, Rav Yeshua, a rivu rift Bahari Adadi. Rav Papa and Rav Huna, Brader, Rav Yeshua joined together in a meal. Ada Ocho, Rav Huna, Brader, Rav Yeshua, Chada Ocho, Rav Papa Arba. In the time that Rav Rav Huna, Brader, Rav Yeshua had eaten one helping, Rav Papa had had four. So they each chipped in 50% for this meal, and uh, Rav Huna had one helping, and Rav Papa had four. So Amalei Palgali. So Rav. Huna says, wait, split it fairly. Before you eat any more, I want to make sure I get my fair share. He says, baltun. He says, but you accepted to eat, eat with me. I'm Rav Papa. Again, Rav Papa obviously wasn't greedy. I, I assume that Rav Yeshua, uh, Rav Yeshua was a very slow eater. And I think Rav Papa was also very big. He says, you accepted me. This is the norm. You got to, you got to just... I'm eating from it, and you're eating from it, and I'm from our joint meal, and I end up eating much more. It's your problem. It says, call honey tiufta. So, Aesivay, call honey tiufta. Rav, again, this is very similar to the question that we started the Gomorrah with. Because remember, we started the Gomorrah with, if you have groups, so you have a group of people eating a Koban Pesach, and one of them is eating much more than everyone else. So, this is the exact same. So, we brought two proofs to try to prove that they can say, go your own way. So he says, so that's what they said. He caught AC, they call Hani Tiufta. Rabbi Yoshua gave all these reasons why he can split. And Rav Papa answered them as we answered them in the Gemara. So, and then AC, Bnei Chabura, he then brought the third proof, the final proof, remember, which said that, um, um, which said that if you have people, a group of people around the Koban Pesach, you can definitely tell the greedy person to take his fair share and eat it by himself. So that he doesn't eat everyone else's share. Um, so he says, hosam to He says, no, that's by the Koban Pesach, where the whole point of splitting it is so that each person gets a fair share, but so that there's no noisa. 
The motivation is not to really specifically join together. But here we're having a joint meal and it's for friendships. I can eat as much as I want. So ACVA, so he challenged him from the safe of that. Siboiles polagle. Siboiles, that that same browser said not only that but even by a regular joint meal if someone's eating more than their fair share you can tell them take your fair share and go so Polaglay, Rav Popa split it with him so again, Rav Huna Breda, Rav Shur, so he says, so he, and he, they had, so they basically had the discussion that we've just had and Rav Popa agreed based on that price that you're right, if people have a joint meal and someone is eating more than their fair share you can tell them, get lost you can tell them, take your fair share and go and eat by yourself. Um, now, Ozel Orivrei Bahari Ravina. Later, another time, Rav Yoshua went and had a joint meal with Ravina. In the time that Rav Yoshua had eaten... Ravuna, sorry, Ravuna Braid Rav Yoshua had eaten one share. Ravina had eaten eight shares, eight helpings. So this is much worse than the first time he had a shared meal with Rav Popa, and Rav Popa ate four times as much as him. And now he's sitting down to eat with Rav, with Ravina, and Ravina ate. So Oma Maya Popi Velochara Ravina says, I'd much rather share my meal with one Rav Popa than with hundreds of uh, Ravinas. Ravinas eat way too fast for me, and I'm going to end up not. I'm not going to end up with any food. Yeah, I, th- I was going to carry on, but I think let's leave it here for today, and we'll start the new discussion tomorrow.